This is the PKD Black Box, Episode 8. This episode of the PKD Black Box is brought to you by AtomicTiki.blogspot.com, the virtual home of comic artist Steve Bryant, Eisner Award nominee and creator of Athena Voltaire. His work has appeared in IDW and Moonstone Comics, and he is currently accepting commissions. To see samples of his art and more, check out AtomicTiki.blogspot.com. Once again, that's AtomicTiki.blogspot.com. Welcome once again to the PKD Black Box. I'm your host, Sean Pryor, a.k.a. Stan Leroy. In this episode, John and I, along with special guests Elizabeth Amber of HeroFashions.blogspot.com and podcaster extraordinaire Keith Cunningham, attempt to discuss some of the things in geek and pop culture that we're looking forward to in 2010. But before we get to our main presentation, I have some reviews. Over the weekend, I had the opportunity to check out Warner Brothers' version of Sherlock Holmes, directed by Guy Ritchie, starring Robert Downey Jr., Jude Law, and Rachel McAdams. I must say, I enjoyed the fact that Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal of Sherlock Holmes um, being a person that was somewhat miserable, partially irresponsible, um, you know, quick to throw an insult either towards his best friend or anyone around, um, his methods of experimenting on his dog and the removal of the deer stalker's cap was fine with me. I, I really enjoyed it. I really did. I, and maybe I enjoyed it so much because I'm not that attached to the deer stalker cap stodgy versions of Sherlock Holmes that have been portrayed over the years, whether it be in comic books, television, or literature. So it didn't, it, that did not bother me. I also enjoyed the fact that he is also a brawler who has some, you know, martial arts skills. And as far as like, you know, his attire, the way, you know, the way he presented himself, it didn't really matter to him. It, you know, he could he could be classy if he wanted to, but if he felt no need to, he could just show up in rags and he was fine. So either or he was OK. I, I like that. I do. I also like the fact that if you notice, if you watch when you see the film, the whole time during the entire movie, Dr. Watson is trying his best to make Sherlock respectable. And it may not be told and it may not be said, but the way the film is made, that's the portrayal that comes across. Um, period. He's doing his best to, you know, not only is he Sherlock Holmes' best friend, you know, and they're, you know, bromance or platonic platonic bromance, wherever you want to call it, their relationship is all about refinement. The relationship between uh, Dr. Watson and Sherlock Holmes is about refinement and friendship as well as they are essentially family and they're intertwined together and that's something that cannot be broken. Um, Let's see, and Jude Law did a wonderful job as uh, Watson, Um, you know, I know I've read from various uh, websites and other pieces of literature that I guess Watson has some type of wartime injury during the time he and Sherlock Holmes were together. So there is a possibility that that, you know, may have affected his actual fighting skills for the film. But 
once again, that's, you know, Pitley stuff that I will not worry about at all. I thought he did a solid job and they work really well together. Uh, you know, I, the film is set up for a sequel, so I would not be surprised with the, with the money that's made right now. As of this, uh, taping, um, Sherlock Holmes has made close to $140 million in the States. So I would not be surprised if a sequel rears its head. Also, the villain was decent. Um, Lord, I want to say Blackwood, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty decent villain. Um, I did like the mystery that um, that Blackwood brought about to Sherlock Holmes that Sherlock had to solve. I also did like the fact that Rachel McAdams' character, I want to say her name was Irene, if uh, memory serves me correctly. I like the fact that many directors, honestly, probably would have tried to sex up Rachel McAdams' character as much as they possibly could. Um, but seeing that this is a period piece, they try their best to, I guess, show beauty through just the relationship that Sherlock Holmes and Irene Adler once had. So instead of just basically throwing sex sex on the screen, fine on the screen, sex on the screen, fine on the scene, they tried to do that through dialogue. They tried to do that through wordplay. And, you know, for the most part, Rachel McAdams is covered up, but I thought she did a fine job, too. You know, there are going to be a lot of naysayers who have an issue against, uh, you know, this version of Sherlock Holmes being more action guided, more swashbuckling or thrilling or edgy than any previous incarnation. But I felt that it serves a strong purpose and made for a fun film. There are spots in the movie, even though this is more, you know, like I said, like I said a minute ago, more swashbuck, more, more swashbuckling, more edgy, more action-packed. There are moments where the film does slow down. And I don't know if they're just doing that to, um, you know, basically push this, try to push the story along by telling you more than what you need to know. But honestly, some of those scenes could have been cut because the movie explained itself quite well. It didn't need a complimentary you know, we're doing this because we have to do this, or this is where the story is leading because it was really selling itself without the slow spots in the movie. Overall, very entertaining film. Something 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 Dark Side is the latest direct-to-video feature from Family Guy. This time, Peter and the gang do their rendition of The Empire Strikes Back. It clocks in at about 54 minutes, and it's actually six minutes longer than the original Family Guy Star Wars special Blue Harvest, which covered A New Hope. Now, as a whole, Something 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 Dark Side is okay. It's inconsistent for the first, say, 20 minutes, but after that, it gets a lot better, um, especially once they hit Cloud City. Once Lou Han and the gang or Peter and the gang hit Cloud City, it's hilarious. But it has it just has peaks and valleys all through the first 20 to 25 minutes of the show. Whereas with Blue Harvest, Blue Harvest, you know, clocking in at only 48 minutes is more well paced, uh, better put together, um, less gags and you know, and the comedy bits are just, you know, they're very quick. It's very quick, very, you know, just a wonderful piece. Not saying that Dark Side is awful because it's not awful. It's just inconsistent. I, I wanted a little bit more. And yeah, they gave us six extra minutes because it went direct to DVD, but there's just something from it that's just missing. 
There's some parts that just aren't funny. As I said before, later on, it is flat out hilarious. And, you know, I just wanted something else from it. Doesn't mean that I'm not looking forward to their interpretation of Return of the Jedi because I know that Seth MacFarlane and, and the gang will do something demented with the Ewoks. It's, it's a given. But I just wanted something, and I can't pinpoint what it is that I'm looking for that was missing with um, something, 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 Dark Side. It just wasn't there. As I said, in bits, hilarious. Other spots, it kind of tanks. So it's in the middle with me. I'm on the fence with it. So if you see it on Netflix, check it out. Um, let me know what you think about it. You can hop on our on our forum board. If you go to the pkdmedia.com website, click on the PKD forum, or shoot us an email, blackbox at pkdmedia.com. Definitely would like to know uh, what you think about it. Well, looking at some movie trailers on the internet, stumbled across an action film trailer where this bald-headed dude with a mustache was just wrecking shop and whooping ass, and there was explosions everywhere and just over-the-top one-liners. And the dude looked like Vin Diesel's chubby cousin. But it wasn't Vin Diesel's chubby cousin. It wasn't Fred Diesel. It was John Travolta. The film is called From Paris with Love. It's being released by Lionsgate. It's directed by Pierre Morel. This is the same gentleman that directed Taken, uh, the film that 20th Century Fox sat on for an extended period of time because they thought the film would not be successful. They released it in late January, early February of last year, and it became a hit, um, unbeknownst to their surprise. So now what Lionsgate is doing is, and you'll trust me, you've probably seen the trailers. The first thing it says, from the director of Taken. They're hoping to cash in on that success from Taken by making it a February release this year. And for me, John Travolta works best when he's over the top. And that's it. The, you know, the stuff like Wild Hogs and the just deplorable Disney film Old Dogs, that is not John Travolta for me. That does not work. Even in bad films like Swordfish, his over the top attitude and acting makes that film watchable. Not saying that, by any sense of the words, A Swordfish is a good film, but it's a guilty pleasure of mine. However, John Travolta does, does make that film fun. He is at his best when he's over the top, and he's having fun while he's doing it. So, I'm not going to lie. If you see this trailer, you probably want to go see it. I know I want to see it. I'll, I'll pay matinee price, for sure as hell. I ain't paying full price for this movie. But uh, it's uh, definitely caught my eye. We are going to start this uh, little discussion of what we are looking forward to in 2010. And seeing that that a lady is with us on this show, ladies do go first. Um, Elizabeth, what are you looking forward to in 2010? Well, 2010, let's see. Uh, right off the bat is Super Show in, in, you know, in March, where I expect to, I guess, see all of you there. 
I'm hoping. Oh yeah, I'll be. They there. actually finally get a chance to get to one of those this year. You so. need you need to come, Keith. It's bananas. It's bananas. Well, you need to come. You know you know what it is. Miguel is coming over from Portugal, so I kind of have to. If, if he can make it that far. Well, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so Super Show will be legendary. That's a definite. My other definite is always going to be New York Comic Con, and then I have a whole big list of ones that I want to get to. See, I have yet to go to New York Comic Con. Hoping yeah. to go next year, but funds are kind of low. So, uh-huh. uh, so I know Super Show is a definite, though. Um, yeah. I, I well, got, that's a, you know, New York was the closest thing to a home convention for me, besides Chiller. You know, and Chiller's just a whole different ball of wax. It's not the same as a Comic Con. Now, you know? when you go, when you go to these conventions, what is it that you like most about these cons? Well, e- each one has just progressively evolved for me because every time I go to a show now, I meet more and more people. So I went from being just pure spectator, you know, the weird girl in the spandex that didn't talk to anybody because I didn't know anybody to now it's like, you know, I'll go and I'll work a booth or, you know, I'll just hang out with, you know, guys like you who let me invade their booth. Um, you know, any, anybody sure who's welcome. Hey, Sean, uh, I think she might, uh, I think you might need to get her down to Heroes Con next year. Uh, that's, a, that's one of the ones on my list that I'm hoping to be at. Yes. You need a booth, babe, Sean, and I don't mean to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Dave is very pretty, isn't he? But his shiny, shiny head drew my attention yeah. from it all the way across the convention floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, John, that might that might be a very good idea. Yeah, Her- HeroesCon is on my list um, for shows that I want to get to, as is uh, Baltimore, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I went to once. And DragonCon, which I've never been to yet. See, I haven't been there either. Have any, have any of you guys been to DragonCon before? Uh, no. I've heard good things, though. No, a friend of mine has a... Uh I help him put on a huge, massive blowout on a bus Labor Day Memorial Day, so that's not an option for me. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. I will move on to our, to our other special guest, Keith. Um, Keith, what are you looking forward to? Well, obviously, Heroes Con is a big part of my year. Uh, every year, I try to go down there. And that just the other day, I was thinking to myself, man, I wish it was June. <laughs> now, when you go when you go to Heroes Con, what is it that you look forward to most? Is it getting sketches or, or meeting you know, creators and individuals or just uh, the bin it's diving or just everything? Hanging out with uh, my friends. Everyone everyone comes, comes in from all their various places. And it's a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah, y'all y'all rolled deep when y'all stopped by our table last year. Like it was like a yeah. posse of like eight people, and I, it just we all had matching leather jackets and switchblades <laughs> and big ass backpacks full of geek stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But it, it was it was real cool though. It's it's nice to see that type of camaraderie. Besides Heroes Con, was there like anything else that you may want you may be excited about? Oh, uh, well, there's a couple of personal things. I I don't know if that's really if this is the appropriate forum, but. As long as you like you know you talking about stuff like you know underwear shopping uh, we cool so uh, okay <laughs> we cool well so um, hopefully the uh premiere of the first uh feature film that i co-wrote oh, oh very nice what's that all about it's a low budget uh independent feature called uh sweetman the uh, website for it is www.incoherentastronomy.com backslash sweetman html now did you say because i just want to make sure i heard this correctly uh this sweet mint film did you say you directed it or were you just i was the co-writer uh my friend uh christian kaczynski who i went to film school with is the director now Um, john oh hold on i'm sorry did you i'm sorry did you well there's a couple movies coming out okay cool next year i figure since i'm kind of 
movie guy, I could probably mention them. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll run through them real quick. Uh, Wolfman, the Scott Pilgrim movie, and hopefully the final volume of Scott Pilgrim will be actually be out by then. So that's something I'm kind of kind of looking forward to for 2010. I've never read any Scott Pilgrim in my entire life. Has anybody else read Scott Pilgrim? No, I, I haven't. <laughs> Not many people have. It's a very acquired taste, I've noticed. I, the people who like it really like it. People who don't like it really don't like it. I've I've looked at it, and it looks interesting to me, but I just, with all the other books that are out right now, that's like back burner, back burner. It's no disrespect uh, to... Uh, is it Scott O'Malley or Brian O'Malley? Brian O'Malley. Okay, okay, cool. I don't like jacking up names. No disrespect to Brian O'Malley. It's just that I just one of those books I just don't have time for yet. I'll, I'll try to get to it one day though. And uh, obviously, Iron Man two. Everyone's looking forward to that. Oh yeah, I've avoided. Yeah, I would agree. I, I've avoided all spoiler material, all <laughs> all pictures. I have not looked at a magazine. Entertainment Weekly came out months ago with uh, Iron Man, uh, Whiplash. Oh, no, no, it was. Oh no, I had um, yeah, I had Iron Man on the front cover. And I told my wife, I said, "Don't show that to me." I said, "I never want to see that. <laughs> Do not show that to me. I don't don't want to know a thing about this movie." So when I walk in, I'm just gonna have a good time. That's all I want. Yeah, uh, Ridley Scott's Robin Hood, The Predators relaunched by Robert Rodriguez, Shutter Island, The Expendables, a return to oh. great. 80s-style action movies. That's because it's nothing but 80s action, guys, Keith. Yeah. And the very last one is a movie called Mute, which is the second film from a new director named Duncan Jones. I actually watched his first movie last night. It's uh, called Moon, and it stars Sam Rockwell, and it is one of the best science fiction movies I've ever seen, bar none. That's a pretty bold statement, sir. Yeah. Is that available on Netflix? Uh, I'm not sure if it's available on Netflix just yet, but it should be soon. Cool. I'll have to peep that then. I'm flipping it over to you, homeboy. Um, what's on your list? Well, I'm going to expand my list of conventions next year. In addition to Heroes, which has been moved up to the 1st of June this year instead of being towards the end this year. Let's see. Looking for going to go to that. Going to go to Mid-South Con, which if I end up going on vacation, is going to be ironic. I get back the day it actually starts. So it'd be like, okay, dude, get back on Saturday. Honey, I'm taking Jack. Get out of your hair for a while and go down to there on Sunday to Mid-South Con, which is the Memphis Con. Uh, Hoping to go to Cape Con, which is in Cape Girardeau, Mississippi. Desperately hoping to go to Windy City Con next year in Chicago. Yeah, I I definitely want to go there Uh, because that's just a one-day con, right? Yeah. I've heard good things about that show, too. Maybe something me and you uh, just get a hotel room and just crash it. Sean. Yeah, it, it, that would be if a and say I think the thing is that's going to follow my uh, close to my birthday. I think it's going to be the day after my birthday next year if they schedule it around the same time. If you got a chance to go to Windy City, pl- you should go because I'm still mad that I couldn't go to the one that just passed because everybody and their mama was there. So bitter. They put on a hell of a show. Everybody I talked to loved that show, and that was a one-day show. Please, please, John, continue. Uh, let me see. Other than that, the only besides the movies Keith named off, I'm looking forward to. I think the Losers movie comes out. I'm on. 
uh, movieweb.com, and they're showing, and I'm just looking at movies that are coming out that I'm not looking forward to now. Beverly Hills Cop 4 is due to be released next year. I don't know. I did not hear you say that. <laughs> oh, no. I think maybe the time has passed. I am looking. Oh, uh, Boondock Saints 2 is coming out, though. That's going to be good. Oh, dude, that's that already out. Hit. That, that's already yeah, out. Yeah, they've so. been showing ads for that. Oh, yeah. It's already out. It's out in limited release. Fahrenheit 451 looks like it'll finally see release. Really? Yeah. Ooh, Harold and Kumar 3. <laughs> wow, with the original guys? That, like, that's like, aren't they busy? Isn't one of them working for the White House now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got. Well, you there's one thing you could you have to take out take time away from your White House duties to make a stoner comedy. It's like a Red Sonia remakes in the uh, workings. Uh, yeah, that man, they've been talking about that for years. Uh, even to the point where Robin, uh, Robert Rodriguez supposedly was going to have Rose McGowan play Red Sonia and even had mock mock up posters uh, for it. So and if, then they broke up. <laughs> yeah, so if, if it actually happens, I will be just as shocked as everybody else. Oh, I really hope that's not happening. I don't think Shrek, it will. For, Shrek 4 is due to come out. Prince of Persia, the movie, not the video game. Toy Story 3, that I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah, that should be pretty dope. Other than that, seeing everybody again at Super Show and at Super Show Part 2, uh, Heroes Con. I can't stress enough how 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 much fun Heroes Con is. I Shoot up. I, I can't. It's, it's a fantastic show, straight up. As a matter of fact, that was on my list for things to look forward to in 2010. Uh, more than anything else was going going to Heroes Con and the fact that I'll be back there along with uh, Chad Giacconi and Andrew Charpar and we got we're getting a booth. Uh, John Carroll, uh, my fellow co-host here, actually uh, co-sponsored our booth. Uh, he's helping us yep. out. And, is uh, Andrew going to bring? Uh, oh crap! The other guy in Jacksonville, his friend, no, cannot remember. His no, name. Um, Avery's Avery's not coming. Um, Avery, nah. Avery's not coming. We're just running a three-man show, and I'm just going to be running point guard and uh, doing what I can and trying to sell some books. But no Dwanch, no big uh, man Arnie style. Play no Dwanch, no uh, super ugly. No Dwanch and ugly are going to be there. They're doing their own thing. Uh, they're doing okay. their own thing. So. So and it's cool, you know, no hard feelings at all. So um, we and I call dibs. Then I call dibs on the fourth ticket, <laughs> the fourth pass. Oh, that's fine. You can have it. <laughs> oh, I'm like surprised a- he didn't ask to be the booth babe. You know, <laughs> is that still uh, open? The, the the booth babe spot is still open. Um, I would like to submit my application for that. <laughs> application has been denied. Application with photos, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, see, you, you, man, you're getting me in trouble, man. My wife is going to hear this podcast, but like, what is he doing? I'm going to get in trouble. I am going to get in so much trouble. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Love you're you, baby. Love you. You're right. You're right. Your wife's not going to listen to this. What are you, what are you joke? What are you kidding? No, I see, didn't even realize you were married, Sean. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm a quiet dude, man. What can I say? Okay, I'll be honest. When I met you, I thought you were extremely young. Maybe my misconception there. No, you know, truth, uh, truth, truthfully speaking, that actually happens a lot. I look at it like this. I guess if I still get carded when I go to a restaurant, it's a good thing. So I just, I don't complain. Uh, yeah, that no. makes me happy now. <laughs> I do not complain at all, but thank you. But thank you. Yeah, I, I've, I've been around. I, I'm an old man, sir. 
I'm an old man. So I figure I can, I can use these looks maybe for acting one day. So if you, I can do, be like the black Ian Ziering, because you know Ziering was like 40 years old on 90210 when he was playing an 18-year-old. <laughs> yeah, and Michael J. Fox. You oh, know? Yeah. It, it can work. I can make it work. I can work this. But <laughs> until then, I'm just going to have to keep writing comics and trying to make some Get money. Get those headshots. I know. I need to go to the Glamour Shots or something and, and work something out. <laughs> glamour Shots. <laughs> <laughs> But gonna go into the mall and don't forget to pick up go by the Auntie Anne's pretzel shop. Yes, and also stop by the Chess King and pick up some outdated clothes too. See, Chess King? Oh, you never heard? You never heard of Chess King? Dude, I may be living in the ghetto in Memphis, but we we don't we don't have that here. No, dude, Chess King is old. Chess King is like eighties, like late eighty, mid eighties to early nineties. Nope, never oh. got to the Memphis area never or get- Jackson or Jackson, Tennessee, where I'm actually from. Oh, does anybody else on this call know what Chess King is? It's no, not, was never around here. Oh, man. y'all missed Regional. out. <laughs> y'all missed out. Oh, uh, Chess King was this uh, fashion joint in the '80s and early '90s that always had "quote unquote" top fashion. <laughs> Boy, I, I saw some pictures a couple about a year ago. Some clothes from Chess King I had on. I looked at that. I said, "You know what? I never want to go back to that ever again." Ever. So they got Benetton a couple like years out of print. Yes, yes, and I had a high top fade too. I had one of them kitten play high top fade. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, I'm talking about you one. Should, of, one you of, should oh. bring that back. Start rocking that. No, no, no one should ever bring the high top fade back. You know what? A nice, that- a nice low, low one is cool, but them sky ones, no, that's bad. Man. <sighs> No, it's bad. Look, I put to you like this. Let me tell you a story. When I was in high school, it was my junior year. It was, yeah, it's the summer. It's getting toward the summer. It's almost the end of the year. And I'm in class. I got my high top fade. It's real tall. And it was so thick, you could put a pencil in it. And you could put push a pencil all the way through and hide a pencil. So one time I was in, <laughs> I, I was in uh, my, uh, what science? It was one of, the, one of my science classes, botany. I was in botany and I was just chilling and I was bored and I took a pencil and I shoved it all the way in my flat top and I hit it and it, you know, and I forgot all about it. Went through the whole day, not even thinking about it, you know, forgot I had a pencil. I had to go back to my book bag and get another one. I go home, I get home after school and I go to wash my hands so I can go get something to eat and I put my head down to wash my hands and this pencil just like shoots out of my hair and like I freaked (laughs) the fuck out. (laughs) And from that point on, I, was, I, I vowed to not have a flat top anymore. And two months later, gone. So yeah. Chess King closed in uh, '95, by the way. See, I told you. I, I told you. See, Chet, they, the company. That, but here's what's funny: the company that owned them founded CVS. They also own Marshalls, Wilsons, the leather people. Uh, who else? I'm. I'm on the Wikipedia page. We're doing like a look. whole economics, like, you know. Foot action. Series. KB, yeah. baby. They own KB and linens and things. Come on. No wonder they're out The leather there. people sounds like a really oh, no. bad hammer film. <laughs> no, no, no. You ever gone into the mall? You know the leather shop, <laughs> Wilson's, the leather yeah. experts? that yeah. are. Yeah, that's what they own. They own that. They all wear leather. Nothing but. <laughs> Have you ever seen like this when they move? Have you seen that episode of uh, was it Sire Not Live when they had this when Brittany Murphy was on there and they did that Leatherman sketch? No, I never saw that. And, one. Oh God, Horatio! It's when Horatio Sands and Jimmy Fallon were still on there, and they are losing it from the minute the sketch begins until it ends. Just from the. <laughs> <laughs>
really trying to think what else I'm really looking forward to in 2010 besides Heroes Con. Return of Chess King. No, no, not the Return of Chess King. That should never come Super back. Show? You're looking forward to Super yes, Show? Yes, I am looking forward to Super Show. Uh, CGS Super Show is going to be a real big deal for us. A very, very big deal. And the CGS Super Show is a family reunion. And for those for those listening to this show that don't that don't know what we're talking about, Comic Geek Speak, their podcast, they hold a show once a year. Um, it has you know creators from you know all spectrums of the comic book market, uh, creators, their comic books, you know, cheap bins, and it's like this family reunion. It's just real friendly. Everybody gets together, has a great time. You know, no beef, no bullshit. It's just fun. And if you have time to go, I suggest you go. It's worth it. It really is. And it's not expensive. You'll get your money's worth. You need to go. I had a blast last year. It's such a, it's such a, a more intimate setting to an environment. I mean, the way that you could just, you know, pull up a chair to somebody's table and just get to know them and everything. You know, everybody's, everybody's there. Everybody that matters is there. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, so I agree. it's fantastic. I just love it. I just think it's a fan, just a fantastic show. It was the, it's the best show that... It's like, let's just say from a, you know, being behind the table standpoint, best show I've ever had. Nothing has topped it, um, but it's just fun all around. And I just, I, I get sad when, I got sad when the show ended because I didn't want it to end because I wanted to keep talking to everybody and hanging out with everyone and going to uh, Third and Spruce and having a beer and just, you know, just shooting the breeze with whoever. It's just, it's just fun. Well, you know, that's, that's how a comic book commune could get started. That is true. Um, that's kind of what it's like. <laughs> but it's a healthy commune, though. It's it's a it's a good healthy one. So I don't know if you'd call a Days Inn that healthy, though. No, no, and that's why you only stay at the Days Inn for just a couple of days, and you make yeah. sure you bring plenty of sanitizer. Yeah. Um, Clorox bleach wipes, and yeah. uh, no, I'm all about the cleanliness. Once again, that anal retentiveness. Yeah, Days Inn. Yeah, trust me. If I I will bring a sleeping sleeping bag and put it over top of the bed before I sleep on it. That's how anal retentive I get sometimes, and I'm going to cut that out the show. Oh <laughs> no, no, you know, I, hey, I've done the bring my own sheets to a hotel before. I've done it. I'm not looking forward to splitting a hotel with you and uh now. Oh no, no, no Char- oh, dude, Charlotte's not going to be. Charlotte's He's gonna bring his oxygen tent. It's, <laughs> no, see, but that's different though. That's a different hotel. That's a different hotel. So. Um, it's a day's in, isn't it? What? No, for Heroes Con? Where would you stay at last year? Heroes Con, I stayed at Hampton. Uh, this year, we're huh. staying at the, for, for this coming up, Heroes Con, we're staying at yeah. the Weston. Oh, the oh, Weston's yeah. right there. Yeah. That's where I stayed last year. That There's one reason to stay at the Weston. Everybody is at the Weston. <laughs> Every creator <laughs> yeah. is at the Weston. It's like literally, it's like the con is at door. 6. At 615, woof, Nothing but creators for the next like thirty minutes are coming in and out. Oh yeah, that's 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 one of the main reasons I wanted to be there. Plus, it's just easy access, real 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 simple to get to. Steve Sanders Mongoose brings his own moonshine. Didn't makes he, his own moonshine. <laughs> didn't he bring Does moonshine have, like, to the super show? On the bottle? Yes, he he brought moonshine to the super show, didn't he? And he will again. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, the mongoose dog. I have absolutely nothing else I can think of in 2010 right now because my brain is just fried. But um, before I end this show, I'm going to uh, allow everybody to pimp 
um, pimp in a positive way. It's amazing how we've taken words and connotations like pimp and turned it into something positive. <laughs> Wait, when was it not positive? <laughs> well, good point. Good point. But you said that, not me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, um, as always, ladies first, um, Elizabeth, if you'd like to take a moment to uh, tell the people where they can see you or uh, read your thoughts, by all means, please do. Um, oh, I'm so easy to find because, like I said, all my links are at herofashions.blogspot.com. So you can find all of my links to everything there. YouTube, um, I'll be doing, you know, my continuing work at the Girls Entertainment Network and Dynamic Forces, and I will be new to the uh, regular guests of Comic Geek Speak. Say what? Yeah, very soon. I'll be doing my, my own segment, so uh, it'll be just kind of isolated from, from the boys. You know, obviously, I they welcome didn't let you the in the clubhouse? I got to go to the clubhouse. I absolutely did get to go to the clubhouse and got girl cooties all over it. Hopefully, oh, no. the, hopefully that won't go the way of Ian's uh, five minutes of manga. Aww. No. Well, I'll try. Yeah, I'll try to, I'll I'll try to keep up. <laughs> it's a lot. But, yeah, I'm on Twitter, too. Elizabeth Amber on Twitter. So I'm, I'm all over the place. You can find me very easily. Very cool. Now, Keith, what about you? I am also everywhere. I'm on Twitter. Uh, got the two podcasts, uh, Cinerama.com, TripPodcast.wordpress.com. But really... The easiest place is just go to my website. You'll be able to find the links to everything. It's KeithWCunningham.com. Word. Mr. Carroll, um, where can they find you? Take your strong right pimp hand and type in TheOblivionBar.com. Update two to three times a week. Politics, sports, and comics. And that concludes this week's PKD Black Box. The PKD Black Box is available via iTunes, or you can go to pkdmedia.com to get our show, check out our form, and read comics like Mercury and the Murd, XO1 on the Rock Solid Steel Bots, Agents of Colt, and Luke Foster's The Gang from the Store, six days a week for free. And if you're on iTunes or our forum board, drop us a line or email us at blackbox at pkdmedia.com. Thanks again for listening. Until then, dream big and hustle hard.